0: And we're live. And we're back. Welcome back, everybody, to an unprecedented, unprecedented, another episode of Shoot the Shetty. Is there a second one in the second week? That's pretty good for us.
1: Yeah. Hey, first of all, I want to thank the uh, 3,000 plus listeners who listened to our last podcast, which was 3,500 viewers and listeners. For the Avengers thing, I mean, wow. Who knew that Sean's nerdism would come in handy? Ha ha! No, honestly, that's that's great. And uh, from now on, every episode will be about the Avengers for the next 52 weeks. So get ready.
0: This episode is about the West Coast Avengers, which will be an eventual mega movie.
1: Yep. It's going to keep going on and on and on. But no, seriously, it's uh, we appreciate it, Sean. So, 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 what's the uh, agenda for today?
0: Today we'll be talking about the labor crisis in the 1950s. (laughs) (laughs) Really, I thought we
1: were talking about the uh, the Renaissance.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, we can talk about that too. That all ties in together,
1: and how the Avengers affected the (laughs) the depression and. Anyways, no, um, we're talking about Adam Sandler, right? About how he's hosting SNL this week.
0: Dada doo Which um, is Adam Sandler's catchphrase.
1: Well, the reason we're doing this is because one, it's trending, <laughs> it's, it's popular. So we thought people would find it if we talk about it. But you honestly, can't I can't
0: say that we don't have any transparency <laughs> on
1: this podcast. <laughs> We thought maybe this would get more than 50 view downloads when we talk about Adam Sandler on SNL. But also, no, honestly, we're actually—I mean, I was—I'm you know, still a huge Adam Sandler fan, and Sean
0: used to be. <laughs> and we'll go a little bit more into used to be uh, in this podcast, hey, which is hol- strange. Uh, jumping off that, you know, I think a lot of people fall into that category. You're either with him, <laughs> or you're—you've kind of lost interest in him. Or you want uh, to kill him. Or wear his skin. Uh, No, I think uh, your brother, older brother, actually, is not so much a dad of Sandler. And he uh, kind of much said so, that he detests whatever he does now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, can I just set this up? So basically, I was born and raised in New Hampshire, in Laconia, New Hampshire. It's an hour away from where Adam Sandler grew up, which is Manchester, New Hampshire like he went to central high down there so i've always anybody who's from new hampshire in comedies on my radar sandler Sarah silverman uh seth meyers whatever so i was a huge adam sandler fan growing up when i was a a kid i just thought it was so cool that this guy was you know a hometown not a hometown native but a new Hampshire native who went on to do cool things in comedy i was really proud of that
0: yeah, and uh, you know, he started from humble beginnings. Uh, he had a bit role on an MTV show called Remote Control, where he basically played a doofus or mildly, mentally handicapped man who wears no clothes. <laughs> and uh, right. that that brought him onto Saturday Night Live. Well, he was on, that, on well, the Cosby well, show he, too. He, he also uh, did a lot of stand up. Mm-hmm. That's correct, right? Yeah, well, he, he went to NYU,
1: which is not stupid, but like when I was looking at school, he thought that I was like, oh, Adam Sandler went to NYU and did comedy. I can do that too. So, and he, when he was in school, he did he two things while he was in school, which is pretty impressive. There's this club called the Comic Strip in New York, which is like a really hard club to get into. And like Chris Rock started there, and Sandler got discovered there by this guy named Lucian Holt who turned me down, which is another story, but, uh, and then he was also a guest star, a recurring guest star on the Cosby show. He played Theo, uh, you know, Cosby's son's good friend. I forget his name exactly, but I know he was on the Cosby show. So he's been killing it since, you know, he was 19, 20.
0: Wow. Yeah. He started that young.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's, I mean, he was doing acting stuff when he was in college. He's, uh, And then he made that movie Overboard, I think, like right out of college. Remember that movie where he's like on a cruise ship?
0: So for people who don't know, that was his first movie ever. Um, It's kind of a straight-to-video type movie. Um, I think if you Google it, you'll see you probably don't want to watch it.
1: (laughs) I I haven't seen it, actually.
0: Well, there you go. The number one fan hasn't even seen Adam Sandler's first movie.
1: (laughs) I know. Uh, Also, can i just say this quick story so so basically uh his son i'll name names i don't care no he's his nephew his name's tyler spindell who's like a director guy now uh so he was doing stand-up at the same place i was doing stand-up at and so sandler once came to like this shithole bar in westwood where i was performing and uh it was like sandler and kevin james so i actually got to uh talked to sandler and he was like he's okay man you been to hampton beach and i've never been to hampton beach but i was like yeah it's wicked awesome he was like oh, all right great like i had no idea what the hell he was talking about so i was like so blown away and he was such a nice guy because he showed up in like shorts and a t-shirt and like stopped to talk to me and, and talked like a minute or two before he was like all right let me get the hell out away from this kid
0: but um uh... <laughs> and let's just uh take a minute to talk about <laughs> our sponsor the shithole bar <laughs> <laughs> if you ever want to see comedy go to shithole bar
1: brought to you by the avengers um mm-hmm. now so that was one story and then the second story was i was like a host for, for this tv show and i went for this uh press junket for the longest yard right and it was like him chris rock and uh another celebrity on stage i forget and you know in a press junk, you get to ask these questions, right? And I was like, "Oh, this is my chance to be funny and press Adam Sandler." And it was right when uh, Star Wars was coming out, and uh, I was like, uh, "I was like, is there going to be a trilogy to The Longest Yard?" Thinking like, "Oh, people will like, be like, you know, Longest Yard trilogy." And the whole room got silent. They just thought it was like a kid with like autism asking a dumb question. They were like, "No, there's not going to be a trilogy." <laughs> and then they're like, "All right, next question."
0: and uh yeah. not that we think that people with autism would ask such a question but <laughs> uh anyway yeah yeah you, you tried your best and you failed.
1: yeah so that's two i'm sure next to my scenes he's gonna be like oh yeah you're that guy from the longest yard press junket and the shithole bar that keeps stalking me so i look forward to that <laughs> next meeting
0: he has nightmares about those encounters. <laughs> yeah But anyway, we are excited to see Adam return to Saturday Night Live after 24 years. Uh, So his original run was from, uh, I believe, 91 or 90 to 95. And uh, that's actually kind of a short run. (laughs) Did you just
1: pull those numbers off the top of your head? Really? I don't even know that. Was that? Did you Google that or just something you knew? Do you know who you're talking to? (laughs) Well, there you go. Ninety was it? Nineteen ninety-five.
0: Uh, so he was actually fired in um, ninety-five.
1: Yes, which to this day blows my mind that he was fired from SNL. I mean,
0: well, I was... so it was I think a time of uh, new management at NBC, and uh, it might have not necessarily been. Lauren Michaels, the uh, executive producer's choice to fire him and Chris Farley and a whole bunch of other performers. But uh, yeah, they just felt that Sandler's humor, I guess, wasn't working. And uh, they wanted to bring in new people.
1: <laughs> they showed him. He went on to make a billion dollars, all his movies.
0: Well, that's the interesting thing. I mean, he, he did make a huge name for himself. Well, we have to look back at this uh, in retrospect, though, because at the time, I think there were articles written about him who were complaining that he's playing mentally retarded and uh, <laughs> only 13 and 14 year olds find him funny, which was true. <laughs> we were 13 or 14 when we started. All right. But I think the uh, people over 30 or 40 at the time did not like Adam Sandler at all yeah well, which you know only allowed him to uh do his own thing in in the realm of movies
1: okay, two things one
0: one reason why I really like Adam
1: Sandler is this guy just made whatever he wanted to make. If you listen to his uh his comedy albums like Stan and Judy's kid whatever, this guy has no restrictions like this shit could not be made in two thousand nineteen like. You know, he would get like just ostr- ostracized by society. It's like him like jerking off like girls in the showers or whatever the hell. You know, like these sketches are like borderline. Just you know, uh, I'll be careful <laughs> what well, words okay, here. I mean,
0: we have to. Yeah, we have to go back to the time, and you know, comedy albums were still kind of independent. Kind of, uh, you know, only the famous comedy albums are George Carlin, right? Steve Martin, uh, Bill Cosby. Uh, It's not something that everybody had, but it's uh something the fans had.
1: Yes. But these I mean look, when I was a teenager, like everyone was like just passing these albums. There wasn't a YouTube thing. People were just like, you know, talking about his comedy stuff. Like he was doing SNL, these comedy albums, and this set him up for this, you know, amazing movie career.
0: And I think Part of that could be uh, based on his characterization or personality where he's able to play very, very sweet and uh, very, very braunchy and very, very dumb at the same time. (laughs) I mean, if you're just talking about his comedy album, uh, the sweetest thing is probably the Thanksgiving song. That's a song he started on SNL. And it's just very... uh, you know, it's, it's become a holiday tradition. I think people singing around the table every Thanksgiving now, or at least they play it. And uh, at the other end of that, off of his first album called They're All Gonna Laugh At You, <laughs> you have uh, Jerk Me Off At A Medium Pace, which sure. is about a guy asking his girlfriend to <laughs> jerk right. him off at a medium pace while, he does, while she does things to him.
1: Yeah, which... I mean, so many great sketches. If you haven't heard those albums, I highly suggest you just check it out. I'm sure it's all on YouTube. But you know what's interesting? Um, when he made this is actually inside showbiz stuff. When he made Billy Madison,
0: ooh, inside showbiz.
1: He didn't make that with Lorne Michaels. You would think Lorne Michaels would make all of Louis movies. There must have been I don't know the details. Must have been some kind we of weird rift between those guys because he actually he made. His, his, his best run, he made with this producer named uh, Bob Simmons, who now runs the studio called STX, which is a big uh, movie studio in Hollywood, make like these, um, I guess, 20 to $30 million movies. So Bob Simmons was the lead comedy producer for all the Sandler movies. So Lorne has, I heard he had this huge riff with, uh, with Bob Simmons because Simmons took Sandler to another level and just cashed in on on Sandler's popularity. So even though Lauren didn't believe in Adam Sandler's other guy kind of swooped in and kind of, you know, helped Sandler out a lot.
0: Yeah. So we we're kind of like weaving in and out of his uh, career, but yeah, like in the, uh, still in the early nineties, right before he got fired from SNL, he was doing, uh, you know, the bit parts and different movies. Um, And uh, he was in the Coneheads movies, obviously made by, uh, Lauren Michaels, Saturday Night Live production. And then uh, the thing you said about Bill Simmons, I'm just looking that up now, Bob Simmons. Bob. Uh, he actually did Airheads with him as well. So they must have had a good relationship. And uh, yeah, Bob it, just said, <laughs> bring me what you got, let's make it. And that uh, his next movie that starred himself was Billy Madison in 1995, which, uh, I don't know, I don't think at the time was a huge hit, but it's become cult classic.
1: By the way, this quick story. Um, when I was an assistant trying to get the hell out of one of my jobs, I emailed STX because Bob Simmons worked there. And I was like, hey, you know, this is my resume. This is how cool Bob Simmons is. And, you know, it's supposed to show you, like, this guy will take chances. He brought me in for a meeting. It was him and, like, his development head. I didn't get the job, nor did he offer me a job. But he actually gave me like 20 minutes of his time just to still like meet me. So this guy, I feel like if you're a producer, like you listen, you look at everything and you and you consider everything and and then you make a decision whether you can monetize it or not. But I was like, I told I think I told you this. I was like, dude, this guy pretty insane that he even like met me because I was like a low level assistant, you know, and, uh, you know, he just told me his business model and I told him I was a huge, you know, fan of his movies, blah, blah, blah. But um, I think I think your team, and I think Stanley's had a great team. I think that's probably why he's really successful. His team, like Dennis Dugan, all those guys, has really helped elevate him to like this astronomical level and just make a you know a killing in the business.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry, I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> there, right, there you go. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about what were your favorite. Uh, what definitely highlighted in your mind when you think about Adam Sandler on Saturday Night Live? Um, What highlights and sketches that I liked? Just right off the top of your head. Don't even think about
1: it. I guess Opera Man. That was great. Um, I love anything he did with Chris Farley uh, in terms of like the Gap Girl sketches, um, the Lunch Lady stuff. Um, I like Canteen Boy. Um, Honestly, even the all, even the the weekend update Halloween stuff, ha- Halloween costumes, where he just didn't do any costumes, like you know, and kind of made a bit out of that. It was just really creative to me, and, and I I don't know anything about comedy, just resonated with me as a as a human being and just was my sensibility.
0: Right, right, and uh, I think people should check out on the SNL app. There is a, uh, <laughs> a great sketch with him and Dana Carvey called Pepper Boy. And, right. uh, he has the same personality of uh, someone who's slow-witted but sweet, and I think that's <laughs> that same personality. Dude, you know what it's person. actually?
1: Um, it's actually a Chris Farley sketch with the in it. Did you see the one where uh, Chris Farley comes back to uh, he's like a motivational speaker, but he's in prison with Martin Lawrence?
0: Wow, no, I don't remember this.
1: Dude, it's hilarious. Um, yeah, it's basically... So Sandler's in the, he's like one of like the inmates, but like, you know, he's like cracking up throughout the entire thing. It's, it's pretty funny.
0: <laughs> and uh, shout out to SNL snippets on Twitter. He, this guy puts out old uh, SNL snippets you can't find anywhere else. There's great snippets of Sandler uh, singing. And uh, he did a great impression of uh, Axl Rose and Eddie Vedder. And uh, that kind of just highlights his musical background as well. So yeah, he's he was uh, just like multi talented on uh, SNL. So, why do you think he didn't
1: host on SNL for so long?
0: Uh, I think a couple reasons. I think one, like you said, there was a fallout with uh, Lauren. I guess uh, maybe he thought, you know, Lauren gave me a start, but he didn't believe in me or whatever. I'm, this is total, uh, you know. Just... <laughs> this is this is fact. No, this is not fact. <laughs> Adam Adam
1: Sandler's listening to this. Like those fucking
0: assholes. But he did mention on Norm's talk show that he just thought, you know, there's nothing else for him uh, to do, and that he was just—it's just a lot of pressure if he if he went back.
1: You know what? Again, this is all just, uh, I guess, suppositions. But I'm not—I think he might hold grudges, man, because even on Howard Stern. Like, he didn't do Howard Stern for the longest time because I think he got pissed off at Stern and he just started doing it recently. So maybe he's one of those guys. And, you know, honestly, this is actually, I'm sorry drop all these stories. This guy named Mark Maron is a comedian. And uh, Mark Maron went on Conan and made some bit about, he just mentioned Adam Sandler, how he's like infantile and like appeals to like the masses. And I guess Sandler like confronted him at the improv and he's like, you have a problem with me or something like that. So, I mean, this guy apparently uh, maybe takes stuff personally and this kind of, you know, mm-hmm. will distance himself if he thinks that you slight him.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, <laughs> anyway, you like you said, uh, he's always seemed like the sweetest guy. No,
1: let's trash him. Let's get to the real Adam. No, he, dude, honest to God, I, 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 the times I met him, he just seemed like a cool dude, genuine dude. And he's helped He's helped so many people. I mean, just look look at his crew, dude. Like uh, the people he he started with are are like his producing partners, and they've they've all worked together. Like that's really hard to find in Hollywood, guys. Yeah, you know? and I,
0: I think he's just genuine. Where you know he he likes to work with his friends and uh, and uh, you know. All of his old buddies from SNL. He still works with them. He's still friends with them. Who's his roommate from NYU?
1: Together. Who's his roommate who like writes the movies with him? I forget. Jed Apatow. No, another guy who's uh, I can't even think. He was the guy in Billy Madison who was the teacher. He said we all became dumber. Was that guy?
0: Oh, that's Tim Harley.
1: Yes. Yeah. So I guess I guess he was uh, I guess roommates or good friends with him at NYU and. He's, you know, they've, those guys have been tight forever. Um, man, I wish I was friends with Adam Sandler. That was kind of a. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so many of us wish that as well.
1: Um. So, how do you think he's going to do on the show? Do you think? Are you looking for? Are you going to watch it even? Are you going to like stay up and? Cause I, I don't. I don't watch SNL to be honest, but I'll watch this weekend. Wow. Uh. <laughs> I'm sure it's going to change the the Nielsen ratings.
0: No, I'm uh, the next day SNL watcher because I have Hulu, so it just comes on. What's like Hulu? <laughs> Hulu, for people don't know, online streaming for NBC shows. What's America. NBC? All right. So, <laughs> <laughs> as you can see, Thurin works in entertainment, <laughs> but knows nothing about it.
1: <laughs> oh, dude, I gotta tell I gotta tell you about this thing afterwards
0: uh anyways. So stay tuned for after the podcast. <laughs> we we'll tell us stuff. All right. So anyway, um, yeah, it's gonna be a good time. I think lots of guest stars. I think uh, Spade might be there. Schneider, really? Why not? They should just create the whole cast. Whole cast. Yeah. <laughs> just have the
1: cast from '92 take over.
0: Right. uh I think it's gonna be great. Um.
1: Okay. Here's the thing. Okay, let's play devil's advocate, though. I mean he's really doesn't appeal to like the millennial market right so isn't that a wait, kind of a wait
0: wait what do you ta- he, he has like six movies on netflix who do you think watches netflix
1: okay so you're saying millennials watch him
0: oh my god yes not only that kids have grown up with him you know just in the last five years because he's done these animated movies
1: see i thought like like people like my age like watch it but i guess you're right like transylvania and all that kind of stuff well, that
0: just just uh, goes to show his longevity and, like he he got us when we were he like, got teens. us <laughs> he got us he hooked us in uh he continued that for the next 10 15 years with his movies yeah then he got a whole new other audience with uh you know the more serious uh drama movies he made and rain then, on me uh, rain on me he did uh funny people with Joe apatow grown-ups Grown-Ups. Oh, wait, what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, Grown-Ups too. It was a big scene with Colin Quinn and him playing basketball. <laughs> that's that's
0: Oscar-worthy right there. And Colin uh, Quinn's
1: hilarious. those movies, by the way.
0: And then uh, he's done animated. Like I've watched Hotel Transylvania with my young nephews. Is, I haven't seen it. Is that good?
1: I heard baby. killed in the box office.
0: <laughs> yes, it's good.
1: Is it good? Honestly. Yes. No. Because Grown Ups, I wasn't a big fan of, but they keep making sequels to that.
0: <laughs> so, like I said, even, I mean, kids love Grown Ups. That's a, it's a, it's a movie uh, parents take their kids to. Dude,
1: does, <laughs> the Sony emails. So, basically, there's a whole, like, Sony scandal where like, the emails got hacked. And they trashed Adam Sandler. Because I guess, like, he makes these, like, crazy demands for, like, his movies and whatever. Uh, so... Yeah man, the guy just the fact that he can just do whatever whatever he wanted for X number of years speaks volumes to his star power.
0: <laughs> uh yeah, so do we want to trash Adams? <laughs> <laughs> hey, well I mean come on. You gotta, you gotta... Any other se- any other secrets you have?
1: <laughs> yes. One time I met him in an alley.
0: <laughs> uh no. So um uh, so I was just, I was just thinking about this, you know, it's like uh, in in the previews for SNL this week, they, you know, Adam Sandler's like, wow, look at all these old memories of me doing these sketches and uh, Keenan Thompson comes out and so says, it's, that it's
1: hilarious.
0: yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like you never left. So uh, SNL is kind of like, if you think about it, it's kind of like a, a boarding school, you know, it's like a prestigious boarding school where
1: mm-hmm.
0: everybody goes and you start off as a freshman and, you know, nobody knows you or wants to see you. Then each year you keep, uh, keep doing more stuff. And then eventually by your senior year, like people love you and, and like your star is blowing up or whatever. And, or you, you disappear. I mean, you can also pull <laughs> well, yeah, out I of mean, that show. I mean, that's, uh, that's what I'm getting to, you know, it's, uh, it really depends. That's, uh, on a lot of things, how, uh, SNL works, you know. It's it's not like just because it's the Harvard of comedy, you're you're going to be uh, all right for the rest of your rest of your life,
1: dude. There's this one guy I don't want to say his name, but like he was on when like Tina Fey was on and uh, Will Ferrell, mm-hmm. so he got buried. And I see him in the clubs now, and like he just looks like he's miserable. He's just like, oh my god, I can't believe this guy was in SNL, you know. Like he probably thought this was like, his, his, and he's actually or really the, talented.
0: Or his, and, his Initial JR.
1: Uh, I'm not gonna say that because I figured <laughs> out. But um, um, but yeah, it's just I feel like either make you make you or break you. Another guy I'll, I'll mention his name was Dean Edwards, who was on SNL, and I was a door guy at a comedy club when he got when he got on, and uh, he lasted a season. He's really funny, and but he got on when he, when Tracy Morton was on, so maybe like that kind of hurt like his parts, like you know the black guys in the sketches, whatever. So, he lasted a season. So, like, you know, you just don't know. There's, like, this X factor of whether you propels each another. Like, Will Ferrell just took it. Will Ferrell, Adam Sandler, Tina Fey, Seth Meyers. I mean, Well, the list so goes on. Yeah,
0: I think, I think these are all cases, though, of, uh, you know, like, even if it's a school, if you're talented to begin with and you have the right place to jump off, uh, you're going to succeed. Like, Will Ferrell, Tina Fey, they're just hugely talented same thing with adam sandler uh you know unfortunately you can't say the same thing about every single cast member i mean they all have their good points but it's not like they can all make blockbuster movies or anything like that
1: dude i thought chris katan was pretty funny on that show
0: yeah so it's am like he, he-, he was he was supremely uh hugely talented so many um uh Characters, characters and, and just impersonations. Uh, that's He's why not doing he...
1: stand up in clubs. <laughs> when you're doing stand up in clubs, that means you're trying to make extra money. That's what happens. Like him, Tim Meadows, like, you know, obviously, you know, these guys have had an amazing careers, much better Tim than Meadows I've ever fine. had. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, dude, come on. That's the fact. Like when guys start doing the clubs and don't have an act, like they're trying to cash in. And they've got time to go tour like that. It means they're not working as much in TV. But uh, I never understood that uh, because Chris Catan, I thought he was like really funny. Corker Romano. You know, I feel like there's like a niche for everybody. But this business is me being jaded. It's a tough business.
0: (laughs) And I mean, just from my point of view as someone who's not in entertainment, it's not necessarily the business. It's just whatever you put out. I mean like i said sandler just has the sweetness inner sweetness about him that he's he's able to play angry or uh you know low iq or uh you know which (laughs) a lot of his movies are based (laughs) off. (laughs) well i mean is it though i mean what was his
1: last movie isn't he playing more just because even like i'm just thinking of like the western movie he made was it ridiculous eight? What was it? I forget, yeah, what was ridiculous ridiculous it six, right. six. But even these movies now, like he's more of like the, the lead smart guy, and the other guys around him are idiots, so right, now, like...
0: right? Yeah, so he's he's kind of involved, mm-hmm. uh, and I think that's that just can't with age, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's like the leading man. Um, he I don't think he really has these big overreaction, uh, acting style anymore. It's more of the subtle, it's like what's going on? What are you doing? You know? Yeah. Which I like. I mean,
1: I think there was a time people were comparing, no, actually it was more Jim Carrey. People were comparing, uh, a a lot of Jerry Lewis stuff because, you know, his voices and whatever, Mm -hmm. but I feel like he's, he's more complete, uh, as an actor, whether you like his movies or not, I think he's, he's at least shown some kind of range versus a lot of other actors who never, never left that box.
0: Yeah. And, uh, I think he's just evolved into a mix of uh Humphrey Bogart and uh Ernest Borgnine. You know, it's like Humphrey Bogart is this leading man and Ernest Borgnine is this silly
1: hmm, act, like
0: comedic actor. So uh I think uh yeah, if you're a fan of his movies, that's that's what's going to be for him next. It's uh it's going to be a lot of more not not serious, but uh just more adult comedy, I guess.
1: So, do you think he's gonna pull out old sketches on SNL this weekend?
0: Ah, yeah. Uh, actually, a lot, there's been a lot of talk about that online. Um, some people are saying no, like, like uh, you can't do Canteen Boy. Uh, maybe an opera man. That's that's pretty uh, unoffensive.
1: I mean. We'll do gap girls again with david
0: spade right wow that i would love to see that <laughs> adult gap girls yeah maybe they're still working at the gap
1: but <laughs> chris farley isn't there so,
0: so well he wasn't in all the sketches but uh they can still do it
1: yeah but i'm looking forward to it who's the musical guest this weekend
0: sean <laughs> mendes
1: okay who's sean mendes <laughs> i don't even know who that is he's a singer Great. Uh, well, there you go. Um, I'm I'm excited. So, does Sandler have anything that he's promoting on SNL, or is he just doing a random appearance?
0: Uh, no, he's got a new Netflix movie out. Uh, it's with Jennifer Aniston.
1: Oh, actually, I didn't I didn't know that. I
0: I haven't watched the trailer for that yet.
1: Uh, is that out so, yet, or is it it's coming out? It's
0: coming out June 14th.
1: Do you think these movies are doing really well on Netflix? Because Netflix doesn't share their numbers.
0: Yes, I do think they're doing well. Because
1: honestly, I don't. Now, I, don't quote me on this, but I don't think his last few studio movies did well. Am I mistaken on that? Like when they came out in the uh, theaters?
0: Let's see. His last big one was Pixels, which we both saw.
1: <laughs> I, yeah, we saw Pixels in the theater. It was great. I loved it.
0: Well, according to the budget, is one twenty nine. There's no way
1: they made their money back in the movie.
0: Two forty four million it made two hundred forty four million dollars. Yeah, that's right, globally. Yep.
1: Yeah. What was the budget?
0: One twenty nine.
1: Wow. I mean, I I was wrong. But that's because
0: Damn. it had a lot of effects. Hmm. If we look at his uh, last non effect driven movie. It's with Drew Barrymore. Uh, that was $40 million budget, which they went to Africa <laughs> to shoot. And it has a box office of $128 million. So that's good returns. Someone was saying that he was just picking
1: movies based upon the location so he can bring his family there. I don't understand that though, man. Like, why would you... I guess Netflix is, was part of the new model. But like, your movies have been well on the studio system. Why would you jump to Netflix?
0: Well, because I think with Netflix, they probably give him uh, a lot of leeway to do anything he wants without notes. Uh, you know, with the studio, um, I'm sure there are a lot of people involved, and uh, he's just more hands-on with this Netflix stuff.
1: You know, we should probably get him on the next
0: Yeah, the next yeah. So we, Hey, oh. Adam, uh, whenever you're free, just uh, give us a shout-out. We'll, or we we'll can get try, his house cleaner on. We'll, we'll try to, <laughs> or his mailman. We'll try to schedule with you. We're both pretty busy.
1: Hmm, interesting. Well, uh, yeah, I'm excited. I think uh, it'll be a good episode, and uh, and we can talk. We can do a post Avengers Adam Sam.
0: <laughs> You're gonna do a uh, drinking game.
1: Yes, with with uh, Bailey's, my favorite. my go to drink.
0: Every time he uh, does gibberish, you drink. Uh, every time he yells, you drink.
1: Every time he's, he, he goes to a commercial, drink. <laughs>
0: right, exactly. Out uh, of his uh, Netflix movies, which ones do you enjoy, enjoy the most?
1: Dude, I like all of them, dude. Honestly, like, <laughs> I know you hate this movie, but like, you know, like Sandy Wexler, I thought it was hilarious. Uh, that's my boy. <laughs> that's my boy, where he's like, what is where is catchphrases in that movie? Which I would do to you. For
0: that's my boy?
1: Forget. I remember Pogogo for for one of the twins. But that was Jack and Jill. But um I, I mean I I look I will I will put on an Adam Sandler movie and just watch it because look, man, you can have it playing in the background and I feel like it just maybe I'm just uh sucker for the past. So maybe it brings back old memories.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true.
1: You know, I was going to do, I was going to, for a while, I was seeing Sandler movies in theaters and I was like saving all the ticket steps. And I was like, I'm going to put on a bag when I meet him for my meeting. I'm going to show him all the steps. And I just stopped doing it. Jesus <laughs> And I was like, I saw all your movies opening weekends.
0: I love you. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Now I I mean look I mean honestly there wouldn't be a Darn Shetty without Adam Sandler,
0: I can say that. But I think he would say that too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Anyways, well that's all I got for this. Uh you going anything else you you want to add?
0: Uh I'll be performing at Yuck Yucks oh, on, uh, May thirtieth. Check me out there.
1: Hey guys, uh again, thanks for uh listening. Please subscribe to this podcast. Uh I wrote a book. You can check that out. Uh, my, I'm gonna plug my website. It's because Screw it. I got a book. It's called uh, ThinkTharin.com. You can find my books called Laughing in Hell. Yeah, it's on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, and uh, it's all about comedy and stuff. So if you like comedy, check out my book. And uh, thanks, Sean, for uh, for being a nerd and helping out and getting people to listen to this. I really do appreciate it. By the way, Sean's <laughs> not a nerd. I just keep saying that because he just knows a lot. He knows a lot about pop culture, which I don't.
0: You're paying me, right?
1: actually actually we can make some money off this all all we need is for everybody here listening to tell uh, five of your friends like Amway and then (laughs) (laughs) then this podcast
0: will will blow up and then eventually we'll turn into a cult
1: yes now honestly uh, sincerely uh, we do appreciate Anybody who's a return listener, uh, it does mean a lot, and we'll continue to be as transparent and authentic as possible.
0: We'll show you our tax returns. <laughs>
1: sure, why not? I'll do that. <laughs> All right. Okay, cool, man. Uh, I'll see you later. Bye. Bye.